Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Stock Market Today. It's Allie Corman-Kentreve here with a breakdown of the action in today's session where we saw stocks rally ahead of some key inflation data coming out tomorrow, Ken. That's right. Yeah, it was uh, sort of an up-and-down session uh, for, for the market, uh, but we ended up uh, closing uh, near high, so pretty good uh, pretty good session. Looks like we got higher volume on the NASDAQ. Uh, let's take a look at NVIDIA, which was uh, definitely in the headlines uh, today after uh, – uh, pretty good earnings report and outlook. Uh, also, want to take a look at Planet Fitness, uh, PLNT, which uh, reported another strong quarter. And finally, Southern Copper, SCCO, big copper producer, mm-hmm. um, still has a good uh, look to it here as it comes down to its 10-week moving average for the first time. All right, some detailed stock analysis coming your way for those three names. But first, let's take a look at the major indexes. We'll kick off today with a look at the S&P 500, which gained a half a percent today. Even stronger still, we had the Russell 2000 up seven-tenths of a percent and the NASDAQ up more than seven-tenths of a percent, lagging a little bit today, but still up was the Dow up three-tenths of a percent. And looking at the S&P 500, Ken, we've been talking about how we're at a key inflection point in this market. Can the rally hold? Will we deteriorate further? Right now, we are holding, but that does not mean we are out of the woods. And tomorrow, could be a very critical day for this market. Yeah, there's no question about it. Personal income and spending report uh, tomorrow. Uh, inside that uh, report is uh, the Fed's favorite uh, inflation gauge, the uh, Personal Consumption Expenditures Price uh, Index. And uh, you know, I think the market's performance today was was pretty impressive because we got this uh, downward revision to Q4 gross domestic uh, product went down to 2.7 percent growth from 2.9. Uh, but inside that report, there were uh, definitely some hotter than expected inflation. Uh, uh, readings. This is for the three-month period, October, November, uh, December. But um, yeah, I think the overall uh, in, inflation uh, ticked uh, ticked higher. Um, had it in my notes here, and then I, uh, I lost it. But it was just hotter than expected inflation in the GDP report. So I wish I could say uh, that the, the tomorrow's inflation report is, uh, you know, going to be cool and the market's going to like it. We just have to see how the market reacts to it. But uh, certainly inflation and uh, is just a focal point right now, and it has a direct impact on whether rates are going up or down. Yeah. So if we do see a positive market reaction tomorrow, do you think that that would warrant adding back exposure, Ken, that investors maybe have peeled off in this pullback? I think so. I think so. We just have to wait and see how the market uh, reacts. It was a little rocky uh, today. Uh, we were, you know, we we opened higher, then we we whooshed lower, and then we kind of gathered uh, momentum into the into the close here. So, could see uh, could see an initial uh, negative reaction tomorrow. Maybe we close uh, near highs, but uh, overall, the S and P five hundred is uh, is getting support where you'd expect it to, right at that fifty day moving average. Still waging a battle near that uh, four thousand level. So uh, market. Tech- Technicals still uh, look look uh, look pretty good, but uh, you know tomorrow should be a, another. It seems like we've been having a lot of pivotal days in the market, but uh, I know, right? Will be another one, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Because just like we would want to be probably adding exposure if we get a bounce, and if it holds, not you know we don't want to have trigger finger either either which way, but we do need to be ready to act. On the downside too, if we do see further de- deterioration, that could very well be in the cards as well. So kind of got to be ready for anything at this point. Yeah, I mean, we have seen uh, distribution days, as we talked about on the show recently, distribution days have started to increase a little bit. They're not at an alarmingly high level. Uh, I think we've got four on the S&P 500 and uh, and and three on the on the NASDAQ. So that's not a market under severe uh, distribution here. But um, uh, again, the, the technical 
picture of the market looks uh, pretty good. We had a nice kind of heavy volume rally off lows, a, a pullback, and generally light volume to a key uh, support level. So the pullback looks looks ordinary, and we'll see if we can get some uh, some more money coming in from the sidelines uh, after tomorrow's data. Great. Let's take a quick look at some of the other major indexes today and how they fared. Here's the NASDAQ. It is looking for support right at that 200-day line and those highs from December right under the 21-day line during the day that did act as an area of resistance. But we're, we're seeing a, a similar pattern here. We've got this pullback. If we do see a bounce, maybe that would warrant adding exposure. But uh, a breakdown at this point would not be a good look for this rally that is still under pressure at the moment. Yeah, the uh, the Nasdaq we did see higher volume on the Nasdaq today, which is a, a good sign as the the index uh, closed near highs. So again, that's just a subtle sign of uh, of accumulation. So mm -hmm. Nasdaq's in a similar situation uh, to the S and P five hundred, except Nasdaq is just kind of firming up at the two hundred day moving right. average here. And uh, yeah, exposure right now we're kind of telling our, our readers forty to sixty percent seems about right. Uh, leaderboard is right in that fifty percent area. If we need to increase exposure quickly, uh, uh, we can. That's not so easy for a mutual fund uh, to do. But when you're individual right. uh, investors, uh, if uh, the market tells us to increase exposure, uh, you know, we uh, we will. Exactly. And a very brief look at the Dow and Russell 2000. Here's the Dow an upside reversal today. So some support at the low from 120 there still below the 50-day line, above the 200-day line. And here's the IWM ETF, which tracks the Russell 2000, getting right back above to this 189, 190 level. Will that be resistance? Will it be able to get back above that level and the 21-day line? We'll have to see what tomorrow brings. And here's a look at the 10-year Treasury yield. Ken, we did see that come off today, so helping stocks a bit. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I mentioned that four uh, percent uh, being a, sort of a round number here. Uh, uh, you know, we we could see uh, interest rates uh, spike uh, tomorrow if that inflation data is not uh, what the market wants to see. But uh, thinking that this four percent level could be a uh, you know could be just a kind of a near term resistance level. Uh, we saw yields back off uh, today at last check. It was down about four basis points to three point eight eight percent. So get a little softness in yields here. That uh, should be uh, another reason for the market maybe to uh, continue its rally here. And XLE, how did energy fare today? Up 1.4%, so outpacing the broad market today, Ken. Yeah, this was the S&P's uh, top performing uh, sector today. I think uh, crude oil settled around 2% uh, higher, and XLE came right down to its 200-day uh, moving average, closed off lows, and uh, you know rallied a little bit uh, today. So this, uh, this still looks like a you know, it still looks like a broken chart uh, a little bit. I mean, it is finding support at the 200-day line. We'll see what happens as it uh, gets closer to the 50-day uh, moving average, which has started to trend uh, lower. But mm -hmm. XLE, uh, one of the best uh, sectors in the market today. All right. Something that we are watching is that sector rotation. So speaking of, the chip sector was in focus today with NVIDIA earnings coming out last night. And the stock had a stellar day today. Ken, uh, in past market cycles, NVIDIA was a clear winner and leader. And how it's acting so far in 2023 makes it seem like it is ready to lead once again, if you look at all of that blue volume, super strong price gains and a big gap up today on earnings with the stock up 14%.
Yeah, we uh, we actually put this one on leaderboard, and it's uh, it's been a while. We you know buying uh, gaps up is a is a tricky uh, is a is, is tricky. Uh, you need the right uh, kind of market, but we were very happy with uh, the way Nvidia held its uh, held its gain today. You can see it closed up near its uh, high. Um, and uh, you know there was there was good volume and uh, earnings and sales uh, declined again. So you can see this the third straight quarter of declining uh, earnings and second straight quarter of declining revenue. But uh, there were some bright spots uh, in this uh, report. Uh, first, first of all, the results beat expectations. Maybe not a big surprise there, but they did guide uh, revenue for their uh, for the first quarter uh, slightly ahead of uh, expectations. And then I thought it was really kind of interesting. I mean, this is people forget you talk about C three AI and some of these other more speculative artificial intelligence plays, but NVIDIA has been in this market for, for quite some time. And they announced they're la launching a basically a new cloud services uh, business that's going to help uh, customers um, in the development of AI tools. So uh, this is uh, an interesting uh, uh, development, but NVIDIA, you know, seems certainly well qualified uh, to, to, to launch a product uh, like this. And I think the market's uh, enthusiastic about that as well. Yeah, and Ken, it seems like this 230 area being a round number, although not like a, a century mark or anything like that, but it, but a round number coincided with uh, the last breakout that it had in its 2020 and 2021 run, uh, a lot of congestion around here as well in early 2022, and it's getting back above that level. So that appears to be somewhat significant. Yeah, we kind of went back and forth about whether or not we wanted to put NVIDIA on the on the leaders list uh, earlier this morning, especially looking at the weekly chart. You know, you've got multiple up weeks in a row. And then, you know, sometimes when a stock gaps up, you feel like you're you're chasing it. But um, we wanted to see how NVIDIA held held the gap. And so we're kind of looking at this weekly chart here as just a stock really showing uh, strength. And here's, um, you know, just uh, multiple like I said, up weeks in a row, lots of accumulation behind those uh, those games. And and then the intraday chart that you mm -hmm. just put on, you see that uh, NVIDIA really did a nice job holding gains uh, throughout the session. So I feel like we actually got a reasonable uh, entry today. It's just a little quarter position to, to start, and uh, we'll look forward to adding to it uh, if NVIDIA continues to perform well. Great. And NVIDIA lifting the chip sector with SMH up 3.5% today. So definitely outpacing the broad market there, fueled by uh, that NVIDIA earnings reaction and stocks moving in sympathy, I'd assume. Let's also take a look at Planet Fitness. Here's PLNT flexing its muscles today up over 5% strong volume to get back above that key 50-day moving average. Yeah, this one tends to trade in volatile fashion, but two straight uh, solid up days in, in uh, good uh, good volume as well. So heavy volume gain uh, yesterday, another heavy volume gain uh, today on on uh, earnings. And this is really just a really a good example of a can slim uh, type stock because you can see just uh, looking at the recent quarters of uh, earnings and sales, this company just really has a, a tremendous track record of, uh, of uh, execution and uh, really good uh, CEO sells at a, a high uh, valuation, but, uh, you know, the market is just rewarding it for uh, growth uh, prospects. Uh, the CEO on the conference call uh, said today that they can, they still can double their uh, membership, which right now is at 17 million uh, members. Uh, that was at the end of uh, 2022, uh, 17 million, and that was up from 15.2 million in 2021. So seeing big membership increases, uh, they still think they can uh, double that. So uh, still in the early stages of expansion here. And, uh, 
the weekly chart is just a good setup here, uh, holding gains very well after a strong rally off lows, trading near its 10-week moving average. So this is uh, this is one that still has a chance here. It's a good growth story and has a lot of characteristics uh, that we've seen in past market winners. All right. And last but not least, let's take a look at Southern Copper. This is SCCO setting up here. I think when we saw the year kick off, uh, not a whole lot of stocks were more impressive than what we saw with a Southern Copper kicking off the year with this strong move out of a cup with handle in super super duper strong volume hitting that a uh, 20% profit zone in a very quick clip. So it's been uh, setting up with the pullback coming in lighter than average volume, which is great to see. And it's now almost touching that 10 week line. Yeah, just a really nice uh, setup here. Really, really good volume uh, that you noted as the stock uh, initially broke out, but it's been a very, you know, calm, uh, quiet pullback here to the red line, the uh, the ten week uh, moving average. So if we see a nice little bounce here uh, with uh, with conviction, maybe copper prices, uh, you know, uh, you know, rally uh, it could help uh, SCCO, but uh, not quite a test of the fifty day moving average. But this is an orderly pullback, and for those that missed uh, the breakout, it seems to me that it could not be far off before. Uh, before we see another entry here. Just depends if uh, support is going to uh, hold and if buyers come in and, and support at the at the 50-day and the 10-week the line. Yeah, we'll put it on watch. And Ken, something interesting, uh, you know, speaking of sectors that we're watching and sector rotation, it really feels like a lot of the technology-related areas and even enterprise software we've seen coming back to life, uh, certain retail areas uh, here and there, home builders, but this um, mining and metal ores group is still ranked number 24 out of 197. So uh, it seems like uh, even though the market rally may be a little tricky at the current juncture, it seems like the variety of stocks for our watch lists is uh, still pretty plentiful. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's very much uh, true. You know, we talked about the home builders uh, yesterday, and uh, it's going to be a very busy week uh, for technology uh, earnings uh, next week uh, with Workday and Splunk and Snowflake. I mean, so so next week is going to be all about uh, all about technology. We're we're pretty much at the end of Q4 earnings season, but still a lot of high profile uh, uh, reports uh, due next week. So uh, it will be an important uh, important week next week for the technology uh, sector as we see a lot of mm -hmm. enterprise software firms reporting and more reports in the security software group. So leadership has definitely broadened out. And that is, uh, you know, a reason to feel optimistic about this uh, uptrend that's come under a little bit of pressure, but I uh, thought it was another constructive day for the market today. That it was, and that could all change tomorrow. So we'll be ready to roll with the punches either which way, uh, or if there's a muted reaction, hey, that wouldn't be so bad. Uh, so we'll have to see what tomorrow brings. Thank you so much, Ken. And thanks everyone for tuning in. We will be back with more tomorrow morning on IBD Live, where we'll be joined by Matt Caruso of Caruso Insights. Always fantastic having him on the show and giving his perspective of technical analysis of stocks on his watch list, uh, super growth stocks. Uh, Matt has done exceptionally well in past U.S. investing championships. It'll be great to get his take with where we are in the current market. Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. We'll see you in the morning.
This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.